What is up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. And with me, as always, it's the great, it's the powerful. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Tonight's brew is from Red Light, Red Light Brewery, Tap Room, uh, gonna be Beer Pub very, very soon. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a collaboration with a couple of the neighbors in the area. Townie's Barbershop and Lucky Horse Tattoo. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? You want to tell the people? Oh, we got a best of episode. It's a best of episode. We're getting to that time of year. That's right. Decide to do a best of movies, music, and video games. All you the know. stuff we like to talk about. Exactly. So, so if you're tuned in, sit tight, get comfortable because uh, we're going to run through some some lists. Some might take us longer than others. <laughs> some are some are a little bigger than others. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I can guarantee you guys is I'm going to kill my dog if it doesn't stop barking. <laughs> and whether or not you agree with the list, we hope you enjoy the lists. Yeah. So without further ado, this is episode 376 of the One Beer In Podcast. Y'all ready for this? Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. So, Obi, would you like to tell the people a little bit more about what we are drinking tonight? I would love to. This is the Love Thy Neighbor from Red Light, Red Light Brewing Company, and it is uh, brought to you by Red Light, Red Light, Townies Barbershop, and Lucky Horse Tattoo. Uh, I see Ghost Mountain tattoos down there. What What is that for? Do you Do you know what that's for? I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Ghost Mountain is the artist who designed the label. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm assuming uh, they work at Lucky Horse yeah. Tattoo. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a malt liquor, seven percent ABV, sixteen ounce, uh, brewed in Florida, and I have a little bit to read for you from the official Red Light Red Light Instagram page. Wednesday can drop. Love thy neighbors. Our malt liquor collaboration with wonderful neighbors, Townies Barbershop and Lucky Horse Tattoo, right across the street. This rep- recipe is different from our OG thirty two malt liquor. We use cracked Florida corn, and this beer was fermented in our oak. Fooder. 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 16 uh, ounces, 7% ABV. Grab a friend and head over Wednesday night. We're doing that. We're doing that right now. Don't make grab a friend. Yeah. It is Wednesday night. Yeah. So, yes. If you guys are a fan, if you're, if you're local, obviously, and you're a fan of the Red Light, Red Light Malt Liquor, shimmy on down to the bar, grab yourself a four pack or two of the love thy neighbor because in my opinion it's a tad bit better than last year wow so obviously we'll get more into our opinions at the end of the show yeah we sure will so let's just get ripping rocking and rolling let's do it on these lists so we're going to start with 
video games. Best of video games. Yeah. This year has been a very good year, I think, for a lot of indie titles. Sure, yeah. There's a tweet that's gone kind of semi-viral, and it's a clip of Dr. Disrespect complaining about the state of gaming in 2022. Yeah. And then some other guy, like the tweet is attached to the clip, some other streamer who's like, oh, it was a... Fuck, I, I know who it was. It was a guy who, who only plays Smash, really. Really, really big uh, Smash player. But he mm-hmm. was like, I only play Smash. But I really don't... Like, nothing's really come out this year that's, like, really interested me. And it's like... Interesting. Yeah, it's a very... It, I don't know. It's a very... <sighs> reductive way of looking at yeah gaming. Well, and I, I actually saw a response to that Dr. Disrespect clip saying something to the effect of, like, well, yeah, if you... if if you're upset about playing a game and then play eight more hours of that game. Yeah. Like, he, he really doesn't have a leg to stand on because his entire career is dedicated to playing like two or three shooters. Right. No one is like you're dictating your programming, bro. Sure. Yeah. It's your channel. You right. can decide whatever you want to put on it. You know that your bread gets buttered by these dog shit FPSs. That's mm-hmm. on you. But right. don't complain about the state of video games when you spend your working hours playing one game and beating your head against the wall <laughs> well, and, while and, doing it. And, you know, I get I get it as far as, like, that's what his audience is asking for, so therefore he will continue to do that. But at the same time, if it's leading you to be upset at what you're playing, you're, you're not going to be... Uh, performing well yeah you know it's gonna be diminishing returns as far as you as an entertainer well for him bored and tired of it part of it is that's the shtick though sure i would say just in general you can be mad at the game you're playing but don't put that energy on the rest of the industry yeah because that's how it came off was like gaming sucks there's nothing to play right which is like no is unequivocally untrue in 2022 yeah 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 there's a ton to fucking play well let's get into it let's do it uh let me start okay because my list is shorter we're gonna do this yeah and and more we don't talk before the episode no we don't sit in silence we don't talk at all no i think that my list is gonna my list is your list is gonna be better than my list let's just say (laughs) that because because my list is it consists of like not my favorite games mm-hmm. of the year, but the only games that I played in the year, basically. That's fine. I mean, that means they brought something to the table, right? They all brought a little something, something. Okay. So, and mind you, we we were asked to bring five, mm-hmm. our top five mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Marco, what is number five? Number five is Modern Warfare. Okay. I, Modern Warfare 2. 2. Modern Warfare 2, the sequel to the tremendous 2019 release. Uh, it's, 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 it's Modern Warfare. At this point, they've got the formula worked out. They've, they, you know, they, as long as they don't stray too far from the sun, mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Um, you change just enough, keep the people coming back. Yeah. 
keep and, it interesting. And this is the year that they've decided that they're not going to, that they're, they, they are jumping off the yearly releases. Right. right. Which so. is important to mention because a lot of people will sort of look down their nose at people who buy yearly, the annual releases every <clears throat> single year. Yeah. But I'd say if you're going to buy Call of Duty at any point, this is probably the year to do it. Yeah. Since it's going to be a gap until the next one. Yeah. So you might as well get in uh, now so you're in that ecosystem for get uh, out of getting good. A little longer than, than you normally would. And also, if you have a PlayStation, who knows if we're even going to get another <laughs> sure. Call sure. of Duty. Sure. We'll know? see. We'll so, see what happens. Do you want to alternate or do you want me to just run through my list? Let's alternate. Let's alternate. All right, Obi. Top five. Uh, uh, my, number five right? my number five is a little game called Trombone Jam. <laughs> ah, what a great, great title. Uh, PC game. Um, it uh, it, it kind of it came and went very quickly, and I understand why. It's a very simple game, very silly game, mm-hmm. uh, where you play the trombone to famous <laughs> classical music and uh, play the trombone. Um, other tunes, and uh, it, the mechanics are so simple and and so dumb. But it is just, mind you. I want to. I want to set the stage for this. These, the the entire list that I have, all the lists I have here are not necessarily what I think are the best things. They are my favorite things for this year. Yeah. So I want to. I want to preface that. So don't get in the comments and say, "Oh my God, why didn't you put Elden Ring in here?" So, spoiler alert: Elden Ring's not going on my list. I didn't play it. I have it, but I didn't play it yet, so I'm sorry. It. How do you have it and you didn't play it? Because I'm stuck with God of War. I, I can't, I cannot go back and forth, okay? Stuck with it. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Boo. Um, but yes, Trombone Champ. Um, incredible fun. Uh, I mean, it's one of those games that you probably can only play a handful of times before the charm wears off, but that's all you need. It's, it's a low, uh, low price for entry, and it's a lot of fun. And it's one of those little party games that you whip out every once in a while. It's, it's a good time. Everyone has a good laugh because trombones sound like farts. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my number four is going to go to a little tiny game called Overwatch 2. So, as it's been stated on this show many times before i'm a big overwatch fan yeah it's one of my favorite games overwatch one one of my favorite games ever made um i think when the game is working perfectly it is a perfect game but overwatch 2 brought in some weird changes brought in some some different uh mechanics some stuff worked some stuff didn't I heard the servers didn't for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, if you got the game, if you tried to play the game immediately, good fucking luck. Wow, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. The fumbled launch of an online game. Can you imagine? Wow. 2022, we're still we're still doing this. We're still having this conversation. Mm. But uh once everything kind of smoothed out, the game, you know, I, I don't know. There's there's I think that there's some shelf life there. I think that they're gonna have. I I think it's got legs. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the world changing release that Overwatch One was. But I think they still have time to like right the ship and get yeah. us back to get us back get it 
get them back to kind of competing on the world stage as far as video games are concerned. Mm-hmm. Maybe get back to Overwatch League and you know all that stuff that kind of added a little, little bit, little, fucking chair, <laughs> a little bit of juice to playing Overwatch. Uh huh. Um, so. I, I, I'm I'm off it now because I have like other games sure. to play in place of it. But you know, I I would I would still be playing, and I feel like I'm I'll, I'm gonna once they get the king all the kinks worked out, mm-hmm. I'll be back on it. Okay, yeah, nice. So, well, my number four is a game we actually enjoyed together. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge? Mm. Um, you know we're we're big turtle heads over here. Mm-hmm. Grew up with it. Um. I think this is one of the better <clears throat> sort of retro style reimaginings that I've ever played. Yeah. Um, it's not only like a clear throwback to the arcade game and, and the SNES games and, and even NES game um, games. Um, but it also it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it does enough to make it updated and feel better. And, you know, it, it does all the right things to make it feel modern enough for a modern audience while also giving you the nostalgia buzz of, of playing those old games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really pretty. The soundtrack's amazing. And yeah, I think if you've have any nostalgia for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, or even uh, just brawlers in general, I highly recommend it, mm-hmm. especially for couch co-op. I mean, Ghostface Killer and Raekwon. Incredible. I mean, come on. Stupid. Stupid. I wish that wasn't spoiled for me. You know, yeah. imagine just playing it and suddenly you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What? And how good the actual song is. Yeah. 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 The fuck? <laughs> it's thundering. Dude, out there. I, don't, I don't know what's going on in this place anymore. It's... Uh, I actually have at number three, Shredder's Revenge. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, for okay. all for everything that you said and more. I mean, it 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 really is. Games, you know, g- gaming companies have tried to do the like half nostalgia or like updated nostalgia thing to diminishing returns yeah. sometimes. But the this Turtles game is because they because because there was this and then there was the like collection that yeah. that, that came out this mm-hmm. year. And if you're if 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 you love Turtles. Like we love totals. Totals. I like totals. I would say get both. Yeah. But the collection is just re- like real nostalgia. Just going sure. back and playing all those classic games and stuff. But and this and, and it collects a lot of like the old pieces of like uh, the, the the instruction booklets and like the box art and yeah. like it's like a museum piece. It's really cool. Yeah. If you're around during that time or you're like sort of a game historian as a, as a youngster, um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah. But Shredder's Revenge was actually like an updated game using the mechanics from the old games while uh kind of kind of pushing it forward a little mm-hmm. bit which was made the game f- like the, the the problem with like sometimes you go back and play some of these beat em ups and once the nostalgia kind of wears off you're like all right well I'm just button mashing button mashing yeah yeah but shredder's revenge actually like it was actually kind of the mechanics were interesting yeah. you know you could pull off like combos mm-hmm. and stuff, and very you do, light like, RPG mechanics too. Like you level things up, and yeah, right. And you 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 uh, you, you unlock more moves and stuff, and mm-hmm. and yeah. So they did like little things to get you, and it's a short ass game. Well, we we yeah, beat yeah. it in like what two hours, three hours, something like that. Yeah. yeah so it's like it's you know, 
It took us two hangouts to, to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Shredder's Revenge at three for me, Marco. Ooh. My number three is Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year was really good for big, sprawling open world games. Yeah. And among the top of that list, I would put Horizon Forbidden West. Um, you know, I think it is more of the same uh, as far as Horizon goes, but that's okay. You know, I, I think um, the first Horizon was so good that they were able to add just enough to make it worth your while. And on top of that, make a really interesting story, which, you know, I'm a big story guy. So what do you want from me? Story guy. I'm a big story guy. He's a story guy. uh, Even though it was like big and kind of daunting at times because it's like there's so much to do. And I rarely felt like encumbered and like, "Ah, I don't want to do this anymore because it's just too much. You Mm -hmm. know, I I was always feeling propelled by the little story beats they give you, even with side quests and like, you know, moving through the, the, the golden path to get more and more little bits of this interesting sci-fi but somehow also prehistoric story that's going on mm-hmm. um, and it kept me it kept me engaged the entire time the gameplay loop of like looting the dinosaurs the robot dinosaurs and <laughs> uh, you know like checking their pockets check, yeah <laughs> sticking them up um <laughs> And, you know, all the different tools you get, the different weapons, the, the, the game play loop, though, of, like, upgrading your things, finding these individual pieces you need to upgrade something else, and continuing through that kept me going. Um, and it's one of, the, one of the most fun gameplay loops I, I enjoyed this year. So, mm. for that reason, and, uh, and more. That's why it's number three on my list. All right. I have at number two, <clears throat> Sifu. Mm. A game that I, we both have, had been anticipating for a while. Yeah. But I was really obsessed with the idea um, of the game itself, which was like a full on martial arts game where you have guys who developed the game with real martial arts in mind. I always love when a game does that, when mm-hmm. they're like, we're not, it's it's not going to be just like slap, slap, you know, dragon kick, blah, blah, blah. Like sure. it's actually going to be, you, you block in a way that's like Wing Chun, Kung Fu, mm-hmm. things like that. Like Rise of Honor. Remember Rise of Honor? Yeah. Bro, silly, underrated game that mm-hmm. people, I mean, Jet Li had his, he had, he had this, uh, you know, I had a couple of years where he was like the guy. Yeah. And in the middle of that, he co- they come out with Rise of Honor, which was like just a silly. He's like an undercover cop. It's kind of like Sleeping Dogs before Sleeping Dogs. Right, right. I'm sure they were inspired by that. Yeah. But the best thing about it was they did this really cool thing with the mechanic, mm-hmm. which was you used the right analog stick to fight with. And, 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 and it would be the direction that you fought mm-hmm. in. And he would do like, you know, he'd do like automatic combos, which kind of took a little bit away from like your control of it. But like, but like countering and like he would do, it was actual Wing Chun. Yeah. And I've never, no one, no one since has used the right analog stick 
to fight like in the direction mm-hmm. or, or to strike in the direction that yeah. you want to strike, which I think is a genius thing it that was, no yeah. one's done. It was definitely interesting. So you fast forward to Sifu, which uh, the game itself, the fighting mechanics are incredible. And then you have the fun replay value of the conceit of the game, mm-hmm. uh, which is that every time you die, you come back, but you're, you age um you know like two or three years every time that you come back depending on like how you just play the game there's like these little um little like coin thing that you have that like each every time that you die it damages a little bit until it breaks and then you reach age like 72 or 82 or whatever i I think the highest you can get is 80 i want to say 81 or 82 is Mm -hmm. the oldest you can get yeah before um you die and and you just die right but you get you you get stronger. You don't forget any of the moves that you picked up through your gameplay. But you're 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 basically a a glass cannon. Mm-hmm. So the stronger you get, the weaker you are because you're an older man. Right. But like you're a fucking savage. Right. You're frail but strong. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy cool mechanic. Yeah. Um. Fun story. Really fun to play. The only downside is that it's, um difficulty is uh how, how do i spikes yeah it it the second that they show you the basic mechanics of the game they're like figure it out <laughs> good luck and then you get i mean you get your fucking head cracked yeah. over and over and over until you figure it out mm. there's no real like um you 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 it's a it's a uh I'm trying to it's an exponential rise in, okay. in, in difficulty. I think there's a better way to say that. But anyway, that's really the only beef that I have with the game. And mm-hmm. that it's kind of, once you get done with it, it's one of those games where you like, the replay value is going back and redoing the same thing sure. and just kind of like figuring out different ways to do it and stuff. And those games don't have that much replay value to me because mm-hmm. once I finish the thing, I'm like, I feel like. You're done with it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Replay value for me personally comes from like a really good story that I want to. It's like rewatching a good movie. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I can do that. That's why I played Metal Gear Solid conservatively. Like if I'm being realistic, <laughs> probably I'd say at least double digits, maybe like yeah. 10 or 11 playthroughs of, of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. My number two. It's Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. No way. Number two? <laughs> Number two. And I'll tell you why. Uh, tell me. Numbers don't lie, my friend. Okay. And I, even though this game only came out a couple months ago, is swiftly became the game I've played more than any other game I've played all year. Wow. Why that is, is as I mentioned with Horizon Forbidden West, the gameplay loop. Hmm. The unlockables, the, the the way that you progress in the game, it they have mastered the the carrot on the stick mm-hmm. for the gamer. That's for damn sure. And you know, with them switching it up enough, just enough to make it interesting and different than it was before. I know that was a sticking point for you that you didn't necessarily enjoy. I liked it because it it made it so you did have to really play with all of the weapons. Yeah. To to and you know, I'm still unlocking attachments to this day yeah um so i i just like the i the idea of them incentivizing you trying different play styles 
figuring out different weapon sets and classes and things like that. Um, and that's kept me coming back for more because it's it 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 is mindless entertainment. Yeah. And between the stresses of life and you know a more meaty game like God of War or something, I need that. I need a, just a simple release where I can jump in for an hour and just just plug away at something mm. and feel like I'm progressing at something. And for me this year, it's been Call of Duty. Mm. And, you know, I, I again, I will say I'm more of a, a battlefield guy, but the the quickness of the games and the sort of arcadiness of it all has kept me coming back to Call of Duty more recently than Battlefield. Yeah. Um, the story is entertaining i see the issues with it <laughs> i see the i see the, the the issues with uh people who don't necessarily think it's very tasteful mm -hmm. i understand mm -hmm. it's still a lot of fun <laughs> and it's still intriguing and it's like the cinematics of it are some of the best i've ever seen yeah um really good stuff I love it. I don't know what to say. I I, I, I can't uh, I can't sit here. I was thinking after after you put it on your list so low. I was thinking about swapping it between Horizon and and Call of Duty, but no, no I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, stick. Literally, there you go. Um, it's a uh, it's a great package, and you know I'm I'm not even a person who really plays uh, Warzone very much. Mm -hmm. So once I get into Warzone, I can only imagine this thing unfolding even more for me and becoming. If you get even, into Warzone, I will. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. Okay. Threatening you. We can play tonight. Oh, shit. My laptop's going to die. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Run. Run. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> Don't panic. Forgot to plug it in. Plug it in. It'll be fine. We have time. We still have time. Okay. All right. All right. We're still on. We're still, We're still on. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. You made it. We made it. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Well. Okay. Now that we have a stable power source, <laughs> as I was saying, um... Yeah, I can only imagine the value of that game uh, only expanding exponentially once I get into that mode. And I saw recently there was an update, there's new maps, you know, like all that stuff is going to keep me coming back for more. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, call me basic, but basic. It's, uh, it's doing it for me this year. You're a basic bitch. I know. No, it's fine. You love a game. That's what this is about. It's about what you enjoyed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fuck these haters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Still on my list. You can hate me now. <laughs> I don't know if, if my number one and your number one are going to be the same. Because mm -hmm. you might throw a curveball in there. But I'm just going to say my, my number one's pretty obvious. Okay. It's God of War Ragnarok. Of course it is. Yeah. 
As is mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so far. I have I haven't finished it yet, but so far, I mean, it's it's the only thing that I want to do. Um, I I you know I'll I'll be I'll play Warzone with like Salfie and them, and and I'll be like, hey, listen, this night better go well because I turned <laughs> off Ragnarok. To fucking jump yeah. into war zone. I don't with you need guys. this. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't need to be here. <laughs> yeah. I have plenty of things to do. Right. I got plenty of chests to smash. Mm-hmm. Way more unlockables to unlock. Yeah. Worlds I haven't visited yet. Yes. Battles that need to be fought. There are people waiting for me. Berserkers to destroy. <laughs> I got a lot of shit to do. I don't need to be here. Yeah. So I mean, it's. Uh, I read I read a review that was like um, that that nitpicked it a little bit, and I I agree with some of the nitpicks mm-hmm. from from this review that I read. Um, some stuff about like you know talked about it a little bit, like the, your companions jumping in when you don't need them, and like just like little things, little little nitpicky things that kind of take you out of the game a little bit. But overall. Those are just they just fall to the wayside yeah. when 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 you get a good combo going, or when something really dramatic happens in the story, or just or or you just stop for a second to just smell the roses of the game and yeah. you just kind of look around. You're on a mountaintop and you just kind of look around. You just bask in how well made the game is. Yeah, you look yeah. at Kratos's character model and you're just like he just looks incredible. Yeah. How they do this? Yeah. Um. I think it's even more impressive with the fact that they had to also make sure it worked on PS4. Well, I can't imagine what it must look like on PS4. People or how say it, plays. it still looks nice. It that, still looks good. Good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Surprisingly, um, but yeah, no, I, I, um, I. It, it used to make me anxious, almost like I was saying. In, I think the last episode or the episode before that, where, when we talked about it. That there's just so much. It's such a, a, a content-rich world that I was like, I can't find all the stuff, and that's going to bother me. Yeah. But then I learned to, to, to let it go. <laughs> I learned to let it go. How I learned to let go. I let it go, and then also on top of that, I, I have stopped rushing the, the game. Mm. I've decided... I will get to the end of this game when I get to it. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm not going to like just run for the golden path and only do the things that I need to. Mm. I'm going to explore around. So far, the main like side quests I've done have all been worth it. Uh, whether it's learning more about characters, getting a cool unlockable, uh, uh, getting some more money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. And the good thing they do about their side quests is that even if it's not super interesting on face value, <clears throat> even the path that you're on lets you find more stuff yeah you know like you'll, you'll find more chests because you're on the side quest yeah or you'll you know you'll find more urns to smash whatever vases i, I do appreciate that e- the the side quests themselves you like the lore gets fleshed out a yeah. lot that yeah. that that is pretty cool because sometimes the side quest is just like uh help me corral my pigs and you're just <laughs> right. like why the fuck am i doing yeah. this yeah and it's like i'll give you some money it's like i don't need your fucking money there's right. money everywhere yeah 
But this, but in this one, yeah, they at least make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. Whether you get a good piece of armor, or like you said, it takes you on the path where you get money and different right. like amulets and stuff like you, that. You get so. to fight like a mini boss. That's fun. Yeah. Or, or uh, you know, you, on the way there, you have those like long conversations on the boat. You know, like yeah, yeah, those things that all flesh out the world and the characters that just make it that much more interesting and, and worthwhile i i hope by the time we get to the end of the game itself yeah. you know yeah. it's about those little experiences not necessarily like the main story that you're your main pathing yeah so with that in mind i've only grown to love it more and um i'm looking forward to spending my time more and more time with it um as much as as much as i can really yeah. so yes i agree number one all right what did we say? What next? Movies or? Next is albums. Albums. We're going to go for albums. Okay. All right. We'll start with you this time. Okay. I'll just say this. I have to relook at my list. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, being the person that I am, this is, a, this is the longer list for me. This yeah. was the one that was harder to narrow down. And I really didn't really narrow it down. <laughs> uh, I just have... I'll give five, and then I'll just give some like honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I, I planned on too. I have five, but I also have literally five honorable mentions that I can do as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll start this one first. My number five is one that I haven't seen on many uh, best of lists thus far, but I think it um, it's been a bit underrated and forgotten, yes, and for, for good reason because this has been a very good year for music. That it has. Um. I'm going to go with Jack White, Fear of the Dawn. Oh, yeah, 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 um, it, uh, I think it's definitely his best work in the past handful of years. Uh, you know, I, I think it is him at kind of his, his the hardest he sound recently and also having some, still some semblance of form and, and, and pop appeal in a way. Um, but also a, a, a bit off the rails, which I think is a sweet spot for Jack White and probably where I like him the best. Um, <laughs> I I had a lot of, like, I was genuinely surprised by how much I enjoyed this album after sort of diminishing returns of his solo work in the past few years. Um, but this was a fun listen, and I, I went back to listen to it again today just to kind of refresh myself because it was it has been a few months since it came out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean it's as enjoyable as as I had remembered it. So, as a uh, a long time uh, White Stripes fan and Jack White fan, uh, I I hope this <laughs> is a sign of things to come from him. Yeah, of having fun, making harder music, and also going a little off so yeah this is the weird the this is the that's not the acoustic not the one acoustic that's the weirder one, one. okay yeah. i remember yes i remember we talked about that mm-hmm. you were digging it when it came out too yeah. yeah that's right yeah yeah and everyone was like what <laughs> <laughs> you do well because the, the acoustic one is the one that's making a couple of the lists not a lot of them but it's that's yeah. the one that's making more more like year-end lists which i like but it's good it's it um if i had to pick between the two See, if I was cheating right now, what I would do is combine the two and yeah. say the two of them. That would be cheating. Yeah. Uh, Unless he brought, if he dropped them on the same day, that then sure. I would I would allow sure. it. Sure, sure. But that's fair. That's fair. They're um, like what a month apart. Yeah, something like that. If not longer. Um, yeah. The acoustic one I like as well, um, but not quite as much. I think it's a little too sleepy for me. 
Yeah. Uh, for what for what I like from Mr. White. Yeah. So. All right. <clears throat> My number five is going to go to the Viagra Boys, Cave World. This is an album that, um, I mean, I, I like, it's hard to find like really good punk music now because mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say it's, it's not hard to find. It's hard to find like straight up like good, um, like traditional punk music. There's a lot of bands that are doing like a hardcore um, kind of pop thing, which mm-hmm. is awesome too. Like Turnstile has turned into turned into one of my favorite bands, yeah. Especially with their last album, and it's because it's heavy but also melodic, yeah. Fun to listen to, mm-hmm. kind of dancey. It's just a, it's a. I mean, it's a perfect album. It is. It really is. It's it's perfect. Um, but sometimes you just want some like some like just fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. And and uh, Viagra Boys Cave World. It's like a sort of concept album about like a caveman and like um, a cave like world, a cave world, uh, a Neanderthal like coming into 2022. And there's all these weird references to it's like Encino, man. the future. It's basically Encino, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's like all this all this lyrical reference to uh, the vaccines and the pandemic and the world ending and um, going back to uh being a primate the primordial soup the like just uh releasing yourself from society and all this stuff it's just a i mean it's an incredible incredible album it should really honestly be higher but there was just so many good albums that came out yeah that it's it's at five only because of all the other quality the richness of this year yeah in albums yeah all right number four for me is SZA. SOS. Oh, fuck, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> uh, it I was one I was I was on the fence about putting on here because of re- uh, recency bias. You mm. know, I was afraid of it being just too close uh, in proximity to, to when I was making this, this list, which it very well could be. Um, but I am just enjoying it a ton. And, um, you know, it... it uh, it is it, it, it's so varied and it, it it's it goes in interesting and it, like directions I didn't expect a SZA album to go mm-hmm. and on top of that it's so refreshing to have such a toxic take yeah. on 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 life in general and yeah. relationships from uh, a woman's perspective from a woman's perspective and unabashedly like just completely off the rails mm-hmm. and I, it is again just so refreshing to hear that and exactly kind of what i didn't realize i was looking for in this album and uh i i think it's a little overly long i will say that i think it could have been cut down by a handful of songs yeah but that doesn't detract from the fact i had a really good time listening to it and it actually surprised me uh, uh by how much i enjoyed it so yeah. recommend SZA sos <clears throat> a fantastic album yeah still listening to it my number four is gonna go to your old Droog, Yod Stewart. Your old Droog has been in the game for a minute now. He, we talked about him years ago on the podcast, and yeah. actually caught some flack for it, yeah, because people thought that we were like shitting on him. But it was like it was his fault. He started his career 
And everybody assumed that he was um, a Nas side, side project. <laughs> and he didn't do much to no. quell those rumors. No. You know Which what I mean? Which actually was smart. It was super smart. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially now when you look back on it. Yeah. But don't cop an attitude with us. No. He's the one who's, who remained a mystery mm-hmm. and, like, didn't show his face for a while and did not. He did not come out and 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 deny those rumors no. for a long time. He let that shit set. He let the dust settle on that for a minute before yeah. he finally came out. So that's not on us, okay? It's on him. Yeah, he's been very consistent throughout his career, just dropping quality projects. And these past like three years or so, um, he's done this thing where he's shortened the track list and basically dropped an album every quarter. Mm-hmm. So instead of you getting one album or maybe two albums at 14 tracks and you're like maybe this is a little too long maybe not i don't know yada yada you get a seven track album that may be too short for some people but is chock full of quality and leaving Mm -hmm. you wanting more so he put out like three or four projects and to me the one that stood head and shoulders above all of his other projects this year was yad stewart i think every song on there is perfect i think it's i think it's borderline classic album that people probably won't talk i'm not trying to be like that guy but he just <laughs> he drops so much stuff sure sure that gets you know, lost in the mix it does yeah and i don't think people are really talking about yod stewart like they should be i think it's i think it's an incredible album that's the downside of doing that format of a bunch of short things because people look at it as like oh it's just an ep yeah you know? or if if somebody's new uh to hit to him is an artist in general they're like where the hell do i start yep you yep know? Both of those very valid arguments to, because it leaves, it removes the event level sure. thing to it. It's no longer like when an, when an artist drops a debut album or oh they're back after not after not having dropped something for a couple of years. It's like, uh, it's an event. It it's, mm-hmm. but when you drop something every fucking four months, sure. it's like, well, it's a new game versus DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, I respect it. Uh, with that being said, I think um, almost ironically, uh, I'm going with Nas, King's Disease Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if I can say much eloquently about this album other than like, I love the hell out of it. I, I like I, I was expecting as a line of King's Disease because King's Disease One and Two we both talked about as being incredible uh projects along with magic mm-hmm. um yep. which was in between uh but you know I, I i gotta be honest i didn't know if he could do it again because you know as a big nas fan i've been around since the beginning mm-hmm. he has his ups and downs mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh but you know i think the trick with this project is that it's so cohesive and coherent you yeah. know, we, we have the same production. We have, you know, it, it's literally just, it, it's such a, 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 an old way of doing this in, in the style of Illmatic, you know, or something like that where it's just so highly focused. And I think that's, that's what we got with King's Disease 3 is, is a, we now have a suitable trilogy that I, I'd be happy to call a classic. Yeah. Of, of albums in a rapper's, Elder years, essentially, for rappers. Obviously, Nas isn't like old by any means, but for a rapper, 
He's up He's there. <laughs> um, but you know, I I, I just love the uh, the self awareness of it, uh, the amount that it is about being older, but also not being stuck in your ways and not still being able to um, be productive in older age and still have something to say. Yeah, and I think that's something that we don't get much, especially in hip hop, uh, for messaging. And it, again, I, I'm going to use the word again. It's very refreshing to hear that from, uh, uh, you know, somebody who's known as a legend in hip hop, and it not just be like, oh, he's just trying to do the same thing over and over again. He's using different messaging and and clearly lessons he's learned over time as a human being. But then, the skills that he had acquired over decades of doing this you know so it's a bit of old and new Mm -hmm. coming together to to make this incredible thing i I think it's a feat that he was able to do it three times yeah um so i mean but on its own standalone king's disease three i think is it could be up there as a modern classic in my eyes I, i i i loved it i thought it was a great way if if this is a trilogy it's a great way to cap off this this thing that he's done yeah uh so love it love it love it man i think he should if if he has any kind of self-restraint yeah they should cap it with this i mean they don't have to stop collaborating sure king's disease needs to end with this yeah it needs because if it does i agree it's just like it's a near perfect to probably perfect trilogy yeah with like a nice little detour with magic with magic yeah it's fun little yeah yeah agreed 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 um hip boy you're gonna be hip boy man hip Hip boy boy. it's guy yeah fucking man yeah hip boy oh no Uh uh-oh uh-oh i uh i think you're you're gonna be surprised no nas on my list wow no nas okay not to say that i didn't enjoy king's disease three i did tremendously so Mm mm-hmm but when I was making my list, I was thinking about like some stuff that came out earlier in the year mm-hmm. that may have you you know if you don't keep up with these lists and then you go back and look at a list, you're like oh yeah, but you don't really remember <sighs> yeah. what it did for you in the moment. Right, you know it's kind of harder to recollect. That's why this list is so hard. Yeah, 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 definitely. And with that in mind, I have to go number three, Toby and Weegway moments. Um, mm-hmm. this is a guy that I discovered. You're welcome, Toby. No, I, <laughs> I found out about him through going to Bonnaroo. Flex. Yeah. Well, you know. When I was at Bonnaroo. <laughs> when I was at Bonnaroo. At Rue. Me and my <laughs> Rue crew. He was one of the guys who I'd heard some of his stuff and I, and I, and I liked his style. I liked the originality of it. I liked his swagger. I liked everything about him, but I didn't know that much right i knew enough i knew his bigger songs right before bonnaroo he had come out with uh with a single which was really good so i was like all right sick so me and lottie we went we were like fuck it we're gonna we're gonna check him out because we're you know uh the songs are good we'll see what his see what his set is like Mm -hmm. and i talked about it on the show it was a highlight of my bonnaroo experience his performance was incredible i i said it I think I said it on the show. He he to me showed the 
potential of what a rap performance could be when a guy just is out there rapping. And I talked about like how people are always like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool is if you had a band behind you. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> just let the guy go out there and fucking rap, right. man. And that's what he, I mean, he had a, he had singers behind him, but like it was literally just him and some dancers and some singers and stuff. And like mm -hmm. he showed just when you bring energy and, and, and love into what you do, what mm -hmm. a show could be. Yeah. So his album finally comes out and it's, I mean, it's dog. It's he, he, um, he has garnered the respect from some of like the biggest names in in, hmm. in the game. I mean, like some of the collaboration, Black Thought, Royce to Five Nine. He brought Chameleonaire out of of retirement. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Moments is a great, great album. Okay, and it uh, fulfilled the prophecy or the or the potential <laughs> right. of what he was doing with these singles and stuff, mm -hmm. and what he was doing with his live yeah the live shows. show. It lived up to. Uh, the expectations. So nice, Toby and Wigwe moments. That's big. That's big. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, my number two is Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and Big Steppas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's no <clears throat> surprise that Kendrick comes out with hits after hits after hits after hits. Um, this one is a bit of an understated one. I think it's one that one of his projects I've gone back to least. I will say, mm -hmm. um, but I think that's more based on the content and sort of the uh, the 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 entire theme of the the album itself. Yeah, it's more of a thinker. There's some bops in there, mm -hmm. but it's it's not one that I go <coughs> back to very often. It's a thinky bopper. It is a thinky bopper, and that's what Kendrick's good for is yeah. thinky boppers. <laughs> uh, there's one thing he does. It's a thinky it's bopper. A thinky bopper. Um, but you know, I, I'm not going to let that take away the fact that I was blown away upon first listen and second listen and third listen. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the more you do listen to it, the more you get out of it. Um, it's very dense. It's very rich. The, I'm not talking just about his lyrical content, but the soundscapes and the themes and uh, everything surrounding it. It is a, um, a concept album of sorts and. I just think it, it's 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 such a, a a rich tapestry of an album that uh, you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if we come back to this in a few years and, and be like wow that was something <coughs> special mm -hmm. you know yeah um, you know again which I'm I'm I won't say I'm surprised by but it's just it's impressive that he's had such a run in his in his career you know yeah. like from from the beginning you know it, it, it's been so consistent over time that um you know i don't think he's had a bad album yet no so hopefully he keeps that up but check it out for some thinky boppers some thinky boppers yeah yeah uh <clears throat> no k dot on my list either okay all right i'm glad i put it in my mind yeah number two is gonna go to uh king B queen King. Gee, fuck it. She's a king too. Okay. Let her be king and queen. Okay. King B. Holy Spirit. Renaissance. Beyonce's Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, it came out and it just it just rocked my fucking world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I listened to it nonstop for I mean at least like two or three weeks. Like yeah. I just couldn't stop, man. I yeah, just yeah. I'm on my way to work. Like, you won't break my soul. Dude, it's, it's such a good. I mean, it's like uh 
it's gonna you're gonna see it like top three on all these sure. lists and stuff. It's not sure. like the most original take on, but it's just it, when a when an album is that good and undeniable, like fuck it, it's just like you gotta throw it on there. It's just, yeah, it was it it's it's um, I mean she masterfully uh kind of shimmies her way into '90s house and deep house and 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 dance music. I will say, because of that, probably my favorite Beyonce album. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because it, that's exactly the sound that I like. Yeah. And, and listening to it, I, I went in a little apprehensive. I'll be honest with you. You know, like, I, I like Beyonce. Wouldn't say I love Beyonce. Right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just Got being it. honest. Hey, listen. Hey, we don't agree on that one. I love Beyonce. I love her to death. More of a Rihanna guy. <laughs> I mean, so, I get that. So I get that. Say. That's fine. Yeah. We don't have to pit these two queens against each I'm other. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I'm just Sounds trying like to. Sounds like you are. I'm like not. You're the enemy I, of, I am not. I'm not. Black unity. That's what it's. <laughs> not, I'm not. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is uh, look, I, I understand the appeal, and I think that she is a massive star, obviously, and a massive talent. Right. A massive talent, one of the most talented to ever do it. Yep. Uh, just not necessarily the uh, what she chooses to do is not necessarily the sound that I go for. All right. It's not necessarily to my taste, generally. Right. But this one is. She got me with this one. Yeah. And um, I can't agree more. I think it's a great album. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my number two. Number two. And your number one, sir. My number one. It came very close to being Beyonce, but I decided instead to swerve just a little bit. And again, because the numbers don't lie, and I looked at my Spotify end of the year list, mm. and the one album that I listened to more than any others, The Weeknd, Dawn FM. No way! Is my number one. Dawn FM. Dawn FM. Dawn FM's a... F a fucking awesome album yeah. i just can't believe well i yeah your your spotify rap was really was really interesting yeah yeah, yeah. some of the stuff on there so that's on radiohead was still on there right? oh yeah of course <laughs> Christ, of course yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a yeah that that stays there mm -hmm. um but no don fm, FM. don fm I, I let me let me say this okay say it i i've always liked the weekend right i always have mm -hmm. from the early days now, I understand why a lot of people fell off on him once he started getting into more of, like, the 80s groove and, like, the Daft Punk sound and <clears> stuff like that. I ate it up. I think it's, it is a vast improvement on his sound. It only expands what he's been doing. Yeah. As opposed to just the, you know, the sad horny guy. <laughs> uh, which he still is, but, uh -huh. you know, it has a danceable beat to it, which I, I like better, <clears throat> personally. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, I was loosely anticipating this album based on, you know, the singles and stuff. And then I think it was Amazon had that premiere concert experience thing that they did, mm -hmm. like, uh, at midnight. And I don't know why, but I was I was randomly up at midnight. And um, it's like, I'll give it a listen. Why not? And I started watching it on my phone. And I was like, oh, this is, like, is this as good as I think it is? And then I'm like, I didn't get my headphones. I put my headphones on. I was laying in bed, and I, I plugged in my my uh, headphones, and I just listened and watched the entire thing through. Yeah, the entire concert <laughs> experience. And I was like, Am I tripping, or was that incredible? <laughs> is that like the best thing? And uh, you know, the next day I went and listened to it again and again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. And I just think that the way that the album flows from beginning to end, the, the concept of it, the, um, 
you know, I'm overusing this word by this point, but the soundscape of it, the the sort of like electronic dance club vibe of it is something I gel with so much. And I'm glad that sounds coming back. Yeah. And um yeah, I think it just works so well with his voice and his style. And this is exactly scratching the itch of what I want the weekend to be doing. Mm. It's a little dark. Um a little. It's very dark. It's it's, very, it's dancey though. Um, I mean, the whole album is about purgatory. Yeah, but there's like ballads in it, and but there's also like straight up dance songs. I think the 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 entire thing I, it was very impressive to me. And uh, he got Jim Carrey. So what yeah, do you want from me? He did number one. Mm-hmm. Great, great number one. Love it. The uh, the the. The trilogy of his albums, or that uh, it's going to be a trilogy, was Don FM. Uh, was the one before that? Ah. Ah. What I'm talking about mm-hmm. the three, the two, the two albums. But I can't remember the names of them. But it's 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 a trilogy of albums. It's a story yeah. that's continued. It's a narrative rather that's continued through the three albums, which unfolded right after be- hours. After hours. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's After Hours and then Dawn FM. Dawn FM and then the next album is supposed to complete yeah. the the trilogy. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um which he did with House of Balloons, Tuesday and Echoes. Yeah. Which the guy is I think, you know, we're going to look back and be like, I mean, he 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 did some like st- Stellar things with yeah. with his albums. Mm-hmm. The weekend has a voice that, if he wanted to, he could just rest on his laurels and create, you know, generic uh, pop uh, music. Pop music. He he could just do that and mm-hmm. have like you know a very serviceable career. Sure. But instead, he's like, nah, I'm gonna do weird. <laughs> gonna get really weird. Yeah, and 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 I'm not gonna explain these things, and you're just gonna have to figure it out. And like, I love when an artist just goes for it, man. Yep. When they're just like, no, you're gonna you're gonna have to figure it out. Yeah. And it pisses people off, and you're like, but at least they're doing it. Yeah. You know. They're they're fucking they're doing it. They're they're putting aside what could be like a very lucrative way to go about this. And and I'm sure he's obviously still making oh, tons absolutely. of money and like his yeah. streams. And I get that, which so is even like, more impressive though, right? Because he's doing it his way, <laughs> right? And still doing and still doing those numbers. Yeah, there's no telling what he could be. I mean, no offense, but you know it's what Drake is doing. Drake sure. could be doing more interesting things. I think he's talented enough to do more interesting things with his career. And instead, he's chosen to just kind of rest on his laurels yeah. and 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 phone it in. I think he's phoned it in for the past like three albums. Yeah. I don't think any of them are necessarily bad, but none of them are like extraordinary. Yeah, which is why he doesn't even. He's not even on my honorable mentions. No, but something that is. Not just on my honorable mentions, but something, an album that I listened to front to back, I don't know, for the first, like, three months when it came out, and my uh, quintessential number one album. It probably shouldn't surprise any of you at this point, but it's Pusha T. It's almost dry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Classic. It's a classic Classic. I don't think there's a bad lyric. (laughs) I think what he did with splitting the album between his two 
uh, best collaborators, Kanye West, rest in peace, and <laughs> <laughs> Pharrell Williams, uh-huh. to to juxtapose the sounds yeah. while also like fluidly like making the whole thing work. People, the one criticism that gets levied against him is that he only talks about one thing which on the surface you could say yes he's just talks about cocaine he's just a coke rapper but number one so what he's right. so good right. at it why does john woo keep making action movies <laughs> exactly and number two just like john woo if you're if you're really watching or listening there's nuance. There's something interesting True. there. There's a there's a comedy level to mm-hmm. it. There's there's deepness. There's like a there's like a commentary. Yeah. There's all these little things that these artists use this thing that they're good at to kind of flesh out mm-hmm. around it. I'm not uh I'm not putting anything on this and I'm not thinking too deeply on it. Listen to it's almost dry. Or rather, listen to Daytona and yeah. then listen to It's Almost Dry. And tell me that he hasn't evolved his sound, his flows, his lyrical content, his wordplay, even his voice. The cadences that he uses are different. Yeah. He's he's evolving as an artist. He's doing more stuff. This late stage in his career, after having a very lucrative career in a group. Yeah. He's the president of good music, which who knows what that means right now, but <laughs> it's not looking too good. He puts out Daytona, which could have been his swan song if he wanted it to be. Yeah. And instead he's like, no, nah, we're going to go back in for more and, and, and keep building on this thing. Yeah. I think it's the best album of the year. It's one of my favorite albums uh, from him. And I think it's a classic. Highly respect it uh, as it was on my nods and it almost made my list. Yep. Um, so let's just run through the nods really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, okay, so my nods are Pusha T. It's almost dry for all the reasons you stated. Soul Glow, Diaspora so, Problems. So good. Yes, 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 yes. Soul Glow was right outside my Speak, top five. Speaking of uh, modern punk, mm-hmm. they do it hardcore, and it's great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, a couple of these, the, the last three that I'm going to mention here are on here because I actually did research and looked at a lot of top of the year lists and found these only recently, mm. but haven't had enough time to absorb enough to be yeah. able to, you know, actually put them on my list. So the first one is Sudan Archives, Natural Born Prom Queen. Okay. I did In- see that on some lists. Great sound. Incredible sound. Yeah. Great lyrics. Great performance. Very uh, 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 interesting instrumentation. Uh, and and there's so much going on in it. I want to dig deeper into that one. Recommend it. Recommend checking it out, at least from what I've listened to so far. Uh, my other one is Bad Bunny. Yeah. Un Verano Sinti. <laughs> or Un Verano Sinti. Un Verano Sinti. Um, yeah, I think it, it just it sounds so modern. It takes Latin pop to another level. Even if you don't understand the lyrics, it... It does so much with with what it is and the constraints of, you know, what you expect a Latin pop album to be or Latin hip hop to be. It 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 does so much with it. Yeah, and uh, I you know I I think he has a great voice, and I, I it, it it it's it's groovy and it's fun and it goes a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So recommend it. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, Big Thief, Dragon, New Warm Mountain. I believe in you. Hmm. It's a heartstring puller mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, very soft-spoken, but great lyricism, 
great storytelling and uh it's a it's it's a long listen but it it uh it harkens back to singer songwriters of the 70s and i enjoy it a lot yeah good albums <clears throat> good call um i'll just run through a couple of mine real quick because i just have a big list <laughs> i do have kendrick and SZA on sure. my honorable mentions um i do have the bad bunny album because okay. as we were talking about as we were looking at year-end lists and i realized like how many it ended up on you know i i like bad bunny but i'm not like a huge true but i listened to that album and i was just like this shit is <laughs> good this shit slaps doggy it's good this shit slaps yeah um i got the nas album on my honorable mentions i got the wise blood album mm-hmm. i thought that was really good yep uh but making like, a lot of lists really really like the ones that were like just outside my top 10 the danger mouse and black thought album okay yep. was just outside my top 10 the rock marciano album with alchemist was just outside stormzy was just outside the soul glow album and i think it's a toss-up between drug church orville peck and Wet Leg. Mm-hmm. Those were some mm-hmm. some of the albums that I was really enjoying. I th- yeah. The Wet Leg album is fantastic. Was Orville uh, Peck this year? Orville Peck was this year. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. I know, <laughs> that was right? Good, I enjoyed that one, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah it yeah, came yeah. out, I think it came out like, it had to have been like January or February. Yeah. It was like super early. Yeah. But the Orville Peck album was good. Oh, and Saba. Saba was a good album. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just so many. Just, yeah. This was... Anybody who's like, oh, no, what to listen to? No, you're radio. I'm like, dude. I mean, I, I have let go of that conversation a long time ago. But if you're in 2022 and you're still complaining about the lack of good music, yeah, no. I mean, it's December. And we're still going back on albums that came back came out this year and going, oh fuck, I forgot about yeah. that one. That one's so good. And albums that came out literally this week. Yeah, you know, like it's it's incredible. Yeah, uh, we're 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 fat with riches. Yes, it's incredible. Yes, incredible year. Yeah. So, absolutely, if you can't find a good, if you can't find a couple of good albums to listen to this year, that's on you, dog. I'm you're, sorry, you're that's not on trying. you. It's not on the artist. No. They're putting out some of the best stuff that they've put out ever. Yeah. So. Yep. Figure your life out, mate. Sort your fucking life out, <laughs> mate. All right. Last but certainly not least, we got to talk about our top movies. Movies. Our movies. Of movies. The year. I'll start. Morbius. Okay. <laughs> it's morbid time. It's morbid time. Wait, am I starting though? Yeah. Okay. I started the last <laughs> one. You you started this one. Morbius. Not even close. No. <laughs> it's no. such a bad movie. It's really bad. It's, it's as so bad as they, they tell you. It is. It I I ruined a hangout night by forcing us to watch you it. You did. Uh, you did. It's just it's so it's so it's so just painstakingly mediocre. Yeah. It's not like it's a horrifically bad movie. Right. It's not Troll 2 where it's like so bad it's funny. Right. It's, it's just, just bad. It's just so mediocre. It's yeah. just such a 5 out of 10. It hurts how much it's an, a, b- a below average yeah. mediocre yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. And I, you know, I actually I shouldn't say it's bad. It's That is what it is. It's mediocre. Yeah, because... It's boring. It's performed well. The, the CG looks decent enough. Sometimes. Sort of. Sort <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Sort of. Sometimes. I mean, everything is there with what could be a good right. movie. You you see what they're trying to do. Right. 
it's just there's just something wrong. It ain't, it ain't working. <laughs> there is something wrong there, buddy? Something wrong, Bucko. But I will say what my actual top five is going to start off with is the Batman, an actual comic book movie that was fantastic, and I couldn't believe that it came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yes. That movie came out. Agreed. Feels like that movie's like five years old. Yeah. Came out in 2022, and it's fantastic. Yes, a great, um, um, a, a great new take on, you know, the the basically the same old thing that we've the seen. world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. And you kind of think like, how many times are we going to go back here? Well, as many times as it takes uh, until they stop being good. And Robert Pattinson's take on Batman as this brooding emo uh, young adult. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out how to be Batman, that was fantastic. We talked about it when it came out. Yep. I don't think we did like a full-on spoiler cast, no. but um, suffice to say, too long. Still, <laughs> yeah. still stick by yeah. that. Yeah, too long. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was fantastic. I agree with you. Five. I agree with you. It didn't make my list, but I agree with everything you said, and it is an honorable mention for me. Um, for five, I am gonna cheat. Uh oh! <laughs> I'm warning you. Oh no! Uh, for five, I'm going with two movies made by the same director in the same year, uh, in the same series, filmed back to back. Ah, okay. I know what you're doing, and that's fine. Okay, uh, I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. I'm going with X and Pearl. Yeah, uh, I think these films are incredible. I am. I'm hotly awaiting <clears throat> the third in this trilogy. Um. They are very different films, and it's surprising to me that they were made back-to-back because you you picture that situation being a la, I don't know, The Matrix or uh, Back to the Future, where it's like, okay, well, it makes sense they're doing these back-to-back-to-back because the movie's literally picking up right after part one to part two into part three. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Not so with X and Pearl. Pearl is a, a prequel set decades and decades before X. Um, and tonally, they are completely different films. Yeah. All within the same universe, all explaining and expanding upon the universe that Ty West is making, the director Ty West. Um, and I haven't seen anything like this in horror, at least in modern <coughs> times. And I'm very excited to see if he lands... Uh, with the part three. Yeah. Um, because I love it. I love what he's doing. Uh, if I did, if I had gun to my head and had to pick one of these, I think I like Pearl a little bit better mm-hmm. because it's a pinch more unique. Um, but love these movies. Make it a, a double feature. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. My number four is going to go to... Some people might not dig this. Okay. Because it got mediocre reviews. Mm. I think it was sitting at like a, like low 60s or high 50s on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I got to go bullet train. And you're going to do it. <laughs> I watched it and I just... Maybe I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> maybe I'm a fucking moron. All right? Uh-huh. I just can't wrap my head around how critics didn't have the time of their life watching this yeah. movie. I enjoyed 
every second of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brightly lit. It's stylized. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. I mean, some of the some of the special effects are a little janky. Like they, you know, they get blown out of the train a lot, and you're like, it's a bullet train. It's going like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> How is this even possible? Yeah. But you shut your brain off for a while, and you let fucking Brad Pitt charm you through sure. two hours of, you know, some pretty decently choreographed fight scenes. Um, some not so clever uh, story twists mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that, but. As far as like an experience goes, I just I, I I don't know, man. I thought I I swear to God, I swear to God, when I got done watching it, I googled it because I usually when I finish a movie that I really like, I'll Google it and like I'll, I won't just read reviews, but I'll I'll, I'll like reread the synopsis uh-huh. and the narrative and like maybe I missed something, did I miss a line of dialogue? I'll just go through it. I'll just like really educate myself sure. on it. <clears throat> I couldn't believe how poorly it was reviewed. I couldn't believe it. Interesting. I just thought it was such, it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. And it did really well. So mm-hmm. at least there's that. It had to, right? It's an action movie with Brad Pitt. Yeah. 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 You know, and it didn't look like it cost that much to make. So right. I'm sure they made tons of money on it. Yeah. 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 I actually, uh, because of your uh, glowing review of it on Twitter, mm-hmm. I made Sherry watch <laughs> it with me the other day. Yeah. And we, had, we had a good time. It's a good time, it was right? Fun. It's just a it was fun, fun movie it was to watch. Fun. It's a little dumb. It's and, super dumb. And, and the CG is really bad sometimes. Yeah. Like them clearly on a green screen background at the end. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah fine. That, was, that was a little hokey. But, you know, again, I'm... And I'm someone who's a stickler for bad CG, obviously. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're a fan of the show, you know. But even me, I was able to be like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It doesn't it's matter. Fine. It's fine. I'm along for the ride. It's a good time. It's high, again highly stylized. Lots of bad <laughs> accents in it. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It's just fun. It, it, it's just a it fun would movie. It, it would have been a fun time at the movies. You yeah. know, like I, I it's it's along the uh, like the the echelon of the smoke and aces of the world. Yes, you know, yes, like it, yes, exactly. It's just like a a, a fun time. You're not going to remember it, but no. you know, it's it, it's a good time. I, I think if 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 the movie was taking itself any more seriously than it is, you could have a good leg to stand on as far as criticizing some of the some of those like worser elements of it i guess yeah but it just it doesn't take itself no it's just so tongue-in-cheek that like how can you not walk away from it going like well that was fun not great but it was fun right (sighs) number four okay (laughs) i respect i respect uh get ready for some whiplash here not my number four Uh uh-oh is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Ooh. Uh, I just watched it yesterday, so it is fresh on the brain. I, w- I will say, warning for potentially some some recency bias. But, um, I mean, I I think this is one of his best films. I, I really do. Um, starting from the animation <laughs> alone, just incredible what they do with stop motion. Yeah. And... Um, you know, this is supposed to be like a, a a celebration of old school stop motion animation, and again, what they were able to accomplish with that, it's just it's it it is it is mind blowing how good it looks yeah. as a stop motion animated film. I think it's it's one of the best stop motion animated films I've ever seen. Nice up there with like Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. Um, you know, it's funny. It's what it's well written. I know, me too. It's funny. It's well written. It's 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 deeply sad at points um but it it is a such a well-told story 
And, you know, I, I will say as much as I love Guillermo del Toro, I think sometimes certain story beats don't hit the way I think he wants them to mm-hmm. for an American audience. It, it, it feels like there, there may be something a little lost in translation or it comes off a little hokey or, or like <clears throat> just something feels a little off with, with some of his films. I find, mm-hmm. um, mind you, I, I, I love, I love the man. I love most of his movies. This one really landed for me. Mm. And I, I, I think top to bottom, it is such a complete package and it's so well done. I can't recommend it enough, especially because it's on Netflix. So easy to watch. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's like rated PG, so like literally everyone <laughs> can watch it. Can't recommend it enough. Go see it. It it it's so good. Yeah, so so good. Yes, it's definitely it's definitely on my list to watch. Yeah, because I you know I just didn't just didn't watch it fast enough to do <laughs> do this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm you know wanting to watch it. Yeah. All right, my number three. <clears throat> we're getting back to our winning ways on this one. It's Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah. Now, now we're talking about a fun and enjoyable experience at the movie theater, yes. while also being a straight up good movie. Yes. You tell me you don't like Top Gun Maverick, you can get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. That movie was balls to the wall, just a good time. Yeah. Everything about it. It was. It's a movie that <clears throat> sequel to a movie from the eighties where it does everything that made that first movie great and then it builds on it for a modern audience and that's the only thing you can ask for in a sequel to a movie that old yeah take all the things that people loved about the first one build on it do it better and that's (laughs) exactly what they did top gun maverick is better than the top gun better than the original top gun movie Mm -hmm. it's tom cruise at his absolute best Mm -hmm. it's modern filmmaking at its absolute best yeah it's miles teller about say, at his about absolute best yeah 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 i mean it's just it uh, there's not there wasn't a moment where i wasn't like gripping the chair and just like fully invested even like the third act that goes on just a hair too long mm-hmm. still still amazing yeah yeah I can't help but agree. Uh, my number three, however, is Nope. Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope. Mm. Uh, I thought this movie was so inventive, such an interesting take on the UFO uh, film, and uh, took it places I was not expecting. And I think, again, for a blockbuster, it is pretty deep, and it's saying <coughs> a lot, but... Uh, but not, not sort of um, bigger than its britches. Mm. You know, it, I think it, it, it never, in my opinion, comes off as pretentious. I think the message is there if you're looking for it. I think it went over some people's heads, uh, according to some user reviews. <laughs> but uh, all that being said, I think it is. It, it, it's sort of my favorite kind of blockbuster where it is. It can be a thinker if you're there for it, but it's also just on face value, a thrilling <coughs> movie with really interesting visuals and saying something. Yeah. So, again, we've said enough about Nope on the show, but very excited to see what Jordan Peele does next. Yeah. I mean, we've said so much about it that like it's it's hard to even add to what you just said but it is my number two nice (laughs) (laughs) very good so just take uh everything that we've said on this show everything adam just said and just roll that in um 
you know, I, what, 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 what can I really add? <laughs> Kiki Palmer's the shit. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah. So my number two is Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> so I think we're making this easy for each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, everything Marco said. Um, I, it, it's an adrenaline rush of a film. It, it does some good things, some strong story things with the characters involved. And again, I, you know, I think that's all we can ask for for these uh, requels. Requels. Yeah. Right. Uh, my number one, I kind of feel like our number ones are going to be the same again. Probably. Everything, everywhere. All at once. That's the number one. That is my there. number one as well. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you watched a movie that everyone told you was this good? Mm-hmm. And then you were like, you walked away from it going, you know what? It's actually this good. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, for the listeners, it's even better. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was, it was, I, I couldn't, uh, I really thought that I knew what I was getting into when I watched it. Yeah. And and I had I had no idea it, mm-hmm. it it's it's I mean it's just an incredible achievement yeah. to mix all of the things that they did all of the genres all of the performances I mean the visual artistry of it the editing yeah oh my god editing alone should earn them an Oscar yeah I mean it's it just. It's. It was just. I mean, and 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 I mean, it. It was the. It was the last. It was the most recent time that I can remember. I mean, I was. I. I. I was bawling. I was bawling. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I tried to like, like I was watching it, and I was like, <laughs> we were watching it together. Uh-huh. There would be times where I kind of looked over to you, and I was like, should I be like, I'm my throat hurts. Like I'm trying <laughs> to like really fight these tears. I'm gulping really hard. <laughs> and then and then you know you just get into that third act, and like oh, yeah. I mean just start streaming. <laughs> Yeah. my face and I was like this is so good <laughs> this movie is pulling on heartstrings I didn't even know were attached to my heart uh-huh. I, there's some stuff that like you can't even you know as 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 a, as a as a straight male like there's some stuff that I can't relate to on the surface of it but the way that it's told mm-hmm. the way that it was told sure. like really pulls you in it and 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 it you can you can understand it it's like it's it's Fuck, man. It's yeah. just so, so well, good. And then the unique message of a movie that is steeped in martial arts film history of being inherently nonviolent, mm. I think, is so interesting. Yeah. You know, and it being about love and not fighting each other, but about embracing each other and, uh, you know, loving each other for, for who you are is such an interesting thing and such a nuanced and, like, different way to handle this only one of the genres that they were tackling yeah obviously established with michelle yo you expect it to be this all-out kung fu film and it becomes so much more than that throughout the entire story and uh you know i i i really hope she especially gets her flowers for this film because the job she did in particular i think rose above and beyond uh most of the performances i've seen in films this year yeah so i mean if she she definitely she undoubtedly deserves an oscar nomination yeah 
it would be really fucking cool if they just if they just threw with that trophy. You know, what I'm saying just just yeah. do the right thing, Academy. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Do the right thing. Yeah, she you earned know, it. Brendan Fraser is right there. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. for that uh, best actor nomination, and Michelle Yeoh is right there for that best actress win. Just give it to her. Yeah. Just don't fuck around. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. Or we know where to find you. Mm-hmm. Academy. Academy. All right. That, ladies and gentlemen, was our year end list. The best Ooh. movies, video games, and albums, albums. of the year. Um, if you have any of your own that you think that we missed egregiously, please <laughs> keep them to yourself. No. Yeah. Please send us. Because I, I, there's nothing that I love more than to have somebody disagree with my list sure. and then give me their own list. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I would love to hear about movies that I haven't seen yet that sure. people recommend, especially music too. And uh, If you say Taylor Swift's album, I'm going to stab you though. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Keep that shit to yourself. Look, I'm not I'm not. Anti, I'm sure it's good. I'm not anti-Taylor at all. I just don't I think am. it's one of her better albums. I like what she did earlier. I, I like folklore. You did more. like folklore. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. You tried to get me to listen to it. Yeah. I didn't. You didn't do it. I listened to some of it. I, sure. got, I was, uh, my 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 Bluetooth kind of fucked up in my car oh, today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Listen to me. Yeah, Let me finish. Okay. My Bluetooth kind of fucked up in the car today. So I turned on the radio and I heard Antihero from mm. her latest album. That song sucks, dude. Yeah, it's bad. It's <laughs> that bad. song sucks. It's bad. All right? I don't like it. So... If that's what the rest of Midnight sounds like, let me stop. I'm going to get all the Swifties on. I've already probably said we too much. We don't need to do it. We I've don't already, need I've to do it. too much. Yeah. Hashtag her, though. We already have the, the beehive on us, so. On you, motherfucker. Not on me. Hey, we're. we're I'm part of the beehive. We're associated. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop you like a bad habit. Uh-huh. If they come swarming, I will sell you out. Yeah, that's all right. He, don't, he, he didn't listen to four. Uh-uh. <laughs> he didn't listen. Nah, he didn't listen to, you know. Uh 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 fuck, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I fucking set myself up. Yep. Okay. Um do you think we need to do a cheers of the week? I think the whole episode was the a whole cheers episode of the was a cheers of the week, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think we're fine with that, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well then if there's no cheers of the week, obviously the entire episode was a cheers, um, then there's nothing left to do but get into these brewskis. So, Obi, please tell the people what you thought of what we were drinking tonight. Uh, I enjoyed this. I I'm sorry. Did. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. <laughs> red light, red light. <laughs> the seven percent malt, malt liquor. liquor. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's really easy drinking, and uh, especially for being a seven percent, I feel like that's, you know, not in the higher level, but it's it's higher than it it tastes. Yeah. Um. You know, it. I I don't get many individual notes from this, but I don't think that's the point. Um, smooth and tasty. Mm-hmm. Very simple. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Four and a half. I enjoyed it. I think this would be a uh, a, a, a very easy drinker if you're not sure what to get and you can't really find anything. And this guy comes walking up to you and goes, "Can I get you something?" And you're like, "I don't know." Uh, <laughs> love thy neighbor. I think you'll be satisfied. I agree. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm going to give this girl a five uh, for everything that you said and more. I think I, I, I like, I just really enjoyed the taste of it. It's nice. You know, crispy boy. It's slightly sweet on the back yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think these like I could I could I could have crushed that four pack by myself. <laughs> yeah, like, easily. Yeah, easily. It's surprising how smooth it is. Yeah. yeah, and I mean like malt liquors usually you know I mean the, the like there's a charm to them you know especially especially like if you're from here it's very hard like if or, or let me rephrase <clears throat> if you're from somewhere else and then you come here like we can't do the forty ounce thing and so and the malt liquors are not like hugely popular around here but they have a charm to them i think sure and uh but they're not that good <laughs> no no they're never good <laughs> no that's the thing it's funny that like you know it's literally uh, rock gut yeah and people old english they they love they love when we do this and it's like oh that's so fun that you guys do like a malt liquor and stuff i love it we used to put it in the in the bottle and put it in the bag and everything and it was all it's a whole thing we've done it on the show yeah, yeah so you yeah. guys just go back and listen to that so sure. but it's funny that the charm of the thing the show itself kind of supersedes the the fact that like malt liquors usually kind of fucking suck well i think that's the fun part of it is like especially I don't mean to get like socioeconomic economical here but like you know you're at Winter Park it's funny for people to be like oh I'll take a malt liquor yeah mm. right 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 you know Ooh, am I ghetto <laughs> <laughs> you know like it, it it's like it's like a ghetto cosplay yeah you know right, for, right, right. for some people makes it easier for them right right they can right, do it right. without having to right. leave the comfort of their car look I'm a hobo <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, I think it's just, I think it's delicious. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And so it's a interesting thing to do because many breweries aren't doing a malt liquor. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that's just one reason why you should visit Red Light, Red Light in Orlando, Florida. Boom. All right. You think we got it, brother? I know we got it. Well, if Obi says we got it, then we need to get the freak out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. R.I.P. Ralphie. Thank you. Oh, maybe we should have done a cheers of the week for him. I didn't want to bring it down, you know. No, no, I didn't bring it down. I did it with Frank or uh, Bo. I know, I know, I know. Frankie's still Frankie's still alive. He's (laughs) he's in there. No, yeah. R.I.P. Ralphie. Yes, R.I.P. Ralphie. My my uh, family dog, uh, unfortunately, had to be put down, and uh, he was a good boy. Uh, Born in 2010, had him that long crazy yeah uh, uh uh an oversized yorkie maybe we'll put a picture up here mm-hmm. um yeah just a good boy hug your hug your good boys and good girls uh because they never last long enough never but uh this one's for you ralph we miss you and your little nubby tail wagon we'll see you someday thank you guys for listening drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening we love you